All right. You ready to do this? I am ready. I am ready. A couple of crazy middle-aged kids getting ready to adventure into the world of podcasting. Should be good. It's going to be a fun time. All right, here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, Life Unmastered. I'm Shauna, and joining me is my incredibly handsome and bearded husband, Mike. Yes, I am incredibly handsome and incredibly bearded. Thank you. You're welcome. And bald, did we mention that? Yes. Well, I figured I had to grow hair somewhere, so I chose my face instead of my head. (laughs) And I love it. All right, so let's quickly talk about why we decided to start a podcast and how we decided on a name, and then we can jump into the good stuff. I think that's a great idea. Did you want to start? Sure. Um, so you and I have been parents for six years now, which is so crazy. And I feel like that's become our identity and we put all of our time and energy into being parents and into the kids. And that's great. And I love it. I love being a mom. Um, but I feel like you and I were craving something that we can have for just you and I. And, um, at the beginning of the year, we decided to kind of find a project that was going to be just for us, something fun and exciting. And we landed on a podcast. And here we are after months of planning and preparation. And I am excited. Yeah, you definitely put a lot of work into the research on what we needed to get this off and running. If I was in charge of any of that, this podcast would be on pen and paper. (laughs) So (laughs) it'd be very hard to get it out to the listeners. Yes. Yes. That is my strong suit. Okay. So now tell us how we came up with the name Life Unmastered. Well, Life Unmastered pretty much comes from the fact that there is no book on life. Like in our culture, we like to pretend that there's an expert for everything. But the reality is, is when life happens, you don't have time to stop and read a book or always hunt down a podcast for that perfect situation or read an article. You kind of just have to learn on the fly. Just wing it. Yeah. Just learn by doing, basically, is the general principle of people who actually live life. And so we figured it was a good idea that since we've been together now for 10 years and experienced some things. Which is so crazy. Yes, it is crazy because I feel like I've been with you forever. Is that a good thing? It's it's a good it's a good <laughs> thing. It's a good thing. Definitely the better forever. Okay, good. But on top of that, like we have learned from all of our experiences and we are just eager to give our unqualified advice to the people out there. Hopefully they can pick something up. But confidently. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's definitely we're confident about the advice and we've learned from many mistakes. Yes, so we will be giving Confidently unqualified advice. Correct. Like, make sure you don't come at us legally. <laughs> yes. Let's uh, put a warning out right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you if you try something that we suggest and it fails, that's on you. Because we're openly telling you right now, it failed for us too. Yes. We don't know what we're doing, and we are not masters at anything. We are literally living life unmastered. And that is how we came up with the name. Yeah. Yeah, that basically, that is completely why we came up with this. Yes. So, 
great. I am I'm I'm excited to be doing this with you. It's going to be so fun. I think we have some of our favorite conversations after we put the kids down to bed. All of my favorite conversations happen after the kids go to bed. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, it is. It, it's hard to get an, a word in edgewise when the kids are awake anyway. There's so many, so many stories to tell. <laughs> um, but sometimes we'll just put the kids to bed and grab a glass of wine and just sit and talk forever. And I love those moments. So I'm excited to get to share these conversations with everyone. It'll be fun. Okay, so let's get into it. For our first episode, I was thinking it would be fun if we can start at the very beginning. Um, it feels like a lifetime ago that we met, but we always enjoy walking down memory lane. Um, it's fun to relive those moments. Um, and I think it'll give everyone some good insight into us and our relationship. Yeah, in order to understand where we're going, you have to first know where we've been. Somebody smart said that. It wasn't me, but I'm sure it's a real saying. <laughs> so Shauna and I met 10 years ago on Match.com. We did. Which wasn't as popular as it is for the kids today. That's true. We didn't tell anybody that we met online. Correct. It was still kind of taboo to yeah. like date online and to meet online at the time, which is weird to think about. It was, but I remember joining Match because I had two people in my current circle that hadn't met their significant others at the time on match. So it wasn't like nobody was doing it, but nobody was talking about it. Correct. It, it was, uh, what is that? A, a guilty pleasure. Everybody was secretly hooking up online, but nobody wanted to talk about it yet. Yeah. Yeah. It was still like not a cool thing to do. Natural progression. Facebook boom, dating online. <laughs> yes. But what's funny is we came to find out that your brother and two of my brothers met their spouses online as well. And they only told us about it after everybody knew about us. So once again, we're basically trendsetters because even though they didn't, they did it before us, they felt open about coming out about it after us. Yeah. I mean, when somebody else is doing it, it's easier to talk about that you're doing it too. So yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm cool with, with calling us trendsetters. I'm down yeah, for that. Definitely. And I, of course, reached out to Shauna. And wooed her with my words. That's true, because it definitely wasn't your profile picture. <laughs> let's just wait. Let's just talk about this for a second. So Michael had, you know, when you create your profile pictures, they're really small until you click on them, and then it gets bigger, right? Except for, for Michael, you click on his profile picture, and it stayed like thumbnail size. It yes. was so tiny. Yes. And there was no light on in the room that he took the picture. It was so dark. I had no idea what he looked like. Technology is not my friend. <laughs> and I like to joke that I am the oldest person alive who's never used social media. So that basically is why I had no idea how to post pictures. I had no idea. I'm lucky I got an email to you. And that's true. And to this day, you still have never had social media. Correct. Which I think is for the public's greater good. Yes. I, there needs to be some sort of filter between my brain and the world. <laughs> yes. So social media is a no-go for you. I call that filter Shauna. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Um, so anyway, I had no idea what you looked like, um, but you had a way with words and you still do. Um, and you had me laughing and interested from the very first email. 
Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that I won you over by asking you how you did laundry. <laughs> yes, so random. Not because I wanted you to do my laundry, just because I wanted to know if other people were a part of the top half of hamper, bottom half of hamper club. And I quickly let you know that that was not the right way to do laundry. I mean, it was for me. I'm, I actually got my laundry folded somewhat in that method and to and from work where I did do laundry at work every Tuesday. Yeah, still so weird to me. But, you know, whatever works. It's better than laundry mats in an apartment. That's for sure. That's true. I never had to experience that. Yeah, not, not a good experience. So we talked for a little bit online and funny story i actually forgot to tell michael my name yeah for the first two weeks of our relationship i did not know who you were <laughs> and then when he told me i was like there's no way i didn't tell you my name but i i combed through those emails and he was right i didn't um so anyways we progressed um to texting and eventually on my 25th birthday at 10 30 p.m at night i decided to go meet this man who i had no idea what he looked like to be fair you didn't decide i wooed you <laughs> yes i was wooed um i don't know if that makes anything any better or probably worse no but it does bring us to our first piece of unqualified advice to those out there I don't think this is unqualified. I think this is solid, sound advice. Do not do what I did. Yeah, it, it's probably not smart to meet somebody you've only talked to online at their apartment by yourself at 1030 at night. With zero idea what he actually looks like. Because Besides that it's dark. Because of the poor profile <laughs> And picture. I don't want you to see anything else in the room. <laughs> yes. So I made a very poor life decision that fortunately for me turned out well, um, but I went to his apartment at 10 p 10 30 p.m. to meet him in person for the first time. Um, not proud of it, but again, it worked out okay for me. Yes. Yeah, it <laughs> was young and silly, we will call it, but thankfully there was a plan. Yes, yes. So um, and then after that, things just kind of took off. We knew pretty quickly into our relationship that we were gonna get married. And I then, knew because you told me. <laughs> <laughs> it made it real simple. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you paused the TV to tell me. <laughs> I so I knew it was important. <laughs> I, I probably did. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. That was right after you put the ring you wanted on the fridge. I did do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Look, I just, I didn't want you to have any questions or wonder if you were getting the right one don't worry baby whenever i have questions i ask you to make sure they are the right ones <laughs> oh boy yes i am particular uh some about some things <laughs> <laughs> but i love the ring it's perfect yes it's exactly the one you wanted <laughs> that's true although this one fits <laughs> oh gosh yes so um we got engaged a year and a half after we started dating, um, quickly following a funeral. We'll get into that later. Yeah. But Michael proposed and the ring did not fit. Um, however, that was not his fault. That was my fault. Yes. You gave me the specific size on a note card that I handed to the nice gentleman. 
I mean, the the gentleman wrote down the correct size probably, and I rewrote it thinking you wouldn't be able to under, like read his writing. And clearly it was me who couldn't read his writing. So you were particular about the writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yes. I was trying to be helpful and... The important thing is one resize later, we got it right. We did. And your mom got to be there for that moment. Um, Michael's parents lived in Alaska, and so they weren't around for um, much of our dating or uh, wedding planning, but they were in town when you proposed. And yes. so his mom was able to come with me and be a part of this moment and getting my ring resized. Which was fun. It was fun. I think she, I think she enjoyed it. Yeah. So then... Six short months after getting engaged, we got married on Valentine's Day. We did. You were very nice to me about that. I mean, that wasn't actually the plan. My mom found a venue at a nice quality discount. Yes. Um, And you know how much I love a bargain. Yes. And it was perfect because I cannot forget our anniversary. That's true. You're welcome. And everybody gets to celebrate it with us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, so we got married in 2015. And then in 2017, we welcomed our firstborn, Mr. Jace. Yes. JJ. <laughs> yes. We specifically named him with a first and middle name of J because I want. So his name is Jace Jameson. And I wanted to call him JJ, and we have never once called him JJ. Ever. Ever. It's, it, it's just not fitting for him. It's not. Jace is a powerful name. He's a powerful kid. It fits him so well. So well. Um, And then uh, uh, a year, actually before he turned one, he had gotten the stomach bug for the very first time. Throwing up everywhere. We were up in the middle of the night. We were on load like 17 of laundry. And for some reason, I felt like that was a really good time to take a pregnancy test and found out that we were pregnant with our daughter. Um, and I, I told Michael, I just like walked out with the pregnancy, like with the pee stick and was like, all right, we get to do it again. And he's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I had never been that far without sleep. And it was constant bathing, doing laundry, washing blankets. And the last thing you want to hear at six o'clock in the morning after that is there's going to be another pooping, vomiting little creature in the house that you can't send outside when you're tired of them. Yeah. Looking back on it, I probably could have had better timing. Like an hour. <laughs> Just give me an hour. Um. So we... Um, had our daughter in 2018 and we actually, we found out when we were 16 weeks pregnant that she was a boy. We did our little gender reveal and we were very excited about having boys. Yes. And then went in for our 20 week anatomy scan and the nurses were being very hushed and quiet and they called in an, a second nurse. Which is never a good sign for you young parents out there. No, I was terrified. Yeah. Um, and the doctor comes in and is like, so um, we heard that you are having a boy, 
but um, we are seeing that it's a female. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, you guys need to learn how to deliver news in a better way. But I guess after all of that, like, I do not up, think that is an accurate portrayal. You cried. Okay, yeah, I did cry. Okay, you really? Yeah. You gonna call me out? I'm going to call you out on this. Shauna wanted all boys because she did not think that she could handle a girl. I have six brothers, no sisters. I know boys. I'm familiar with boys. I thought that's what I wanted was all boys. Um, I will give you that after a minute of crying, you were excited about having a girl. I did. I immediately went shopping, got some girly things. Yes. Nail polish, hair ties, and jewelry. I did not get any of those things. I got cute outfits. What are you talking about? You're going to put nail polish on and jewelry on my newborn? You didn't. I didn't say you were going to use it. You were just stockpiling it. <laughs> you were ready. I didn't know so many shades of pink existed. She does love pink. She does. So anyway, we found out she was a girl, and I recovered well, but Michael spent the next 20 weeks terrified that she was a hermaphrodite. Yeah, I thought for sure that somebody made two mistakes, and we were going to have all sorts of new questions that we were not prepared to handle. <laughs> oh my goodness, the things you worry about cracking me up. Um, um happy to announce that she, she was not, she's normal. Yes, no tail. No, no tail. <laughs> Um, so then once she, she was born and before she even turned three months old, we made a big decision for our family. Yeah. Um, we lived in California and at the time we were renting a two bedroom condo that cost more than the majority of people's mortgages. So we made the decision that maybe we should get our family out of California and decided like millions of other Californians, to move to Colorado. That was a really big decision for us for a lot of reasons. I mean, your family was kind of already spread out. Yeah. But my family is all still in the same county. They're all in Orange County. Yeah, we knew the biggest hurdle we were going to have was Shauna leaving her family that has always been so close and so big. As you said, you have six brothers, and on top of that, the grandparents and cousins and aunts and uncles, and it's a big Italian family. Yeah. And when we first got married, I was like, uh, he wanted to move out of California. He made that very clear from the beginning of our relationship. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, you're not going to, I'm not going to leave my family. I just, I can't. Rightfully so. Um, But as soon as Carter came along um, and we just, you just look at the finances and, you know, we we're in this tiny little place and we were at the max. Yeah, we, we had already outgrown it with Jace. Yeah. And now we had a newborn and Jace and you and me and that little apartment was getting small fast. So thankfully, we approached my employer who agreed to pay me to work out of state. And a year later, we were in Colorado. Yeah. Um. We decided on Colorado because it's just a two-hour flight back to California, and so it's not too far away. We could still visit family, and we had plans of being there once a quarter. Yeah, the plan was for me to go back to California to work once a quarter, but the disease that shall not be named <laughs> happened and kind of curbed all the flights, so we just stopped going. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of... 
it was all so new. We were just barely here, still trying to figure out how things were going to work with you being working remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, you are able to work fully remote. Yeah, there's really turned out to be no reason for me to go back for yeah. what I do. So only bummer is that we just don't see family as often, but it's just, it's hard to, it's, it's so hard to travel with kids anyway. It's a nightmare. It and is. we'll talk more about that later. And yeah, that'll be another few life lessons. Yeah. There. <laughs> Lots to learn. So we're in Colorado. And when we first got here, we moved into a scary, scary part of Colorado. Once again, you were fooled by pictures on the internet. It's true. I was. You just keep going places you don't know based off (laughs) bad pictures on the internet. You know what, though? That was a difficult task because Colorado Springs is a very military town and nobody wanted to rent to us being out of state. Yeah. And And so I basically just had to take what we could get. Correct. And not only that, but for those of you who don't live in Colorado, the Colorado pride is a big thing here. It's something like we've never experienced yeah. before. Being from California, like, yeah, oh, there's so many sports teams, so many people live there. I mean, millions. So, like, it, you don't have the same amount of pride. You come to Colorado, and there's a Colorado flag on everybody's car. And they're wearing it on their shirts and their hats. And it's, yeah, yeah. Colorado pride is strong. The The native Colorado pride is a big thing here. Oh, yes. We do not tell people that we're from California. Change your plates immediately. (laughs) Yes. Like, they will find you. (laughs) Yeah. And if somebody asks where you're originally from, just, like, try and avoid it. Yeah. It's one of the C's, is what you tell them. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So, I feel like we always follow that with, we're from California, but we promised we didn't bring any of California with us. Yeah. Like, we left it all behind. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, so we did not move to a great place. In fact, I cried when we pulled up and I was like, how do we get out of this? Yeah. It it was not a great two years, but on the plus side, we paid off debt in those two years. Very quickly. Very quickly. And not only did we pay off debt, we saved enough to build a house. Yeah. Uh, unexpectedly, really. That was something that we had talked about wanting to do. But it seemed like one of those things that it was just like someday, someday, someday. We didn't realize that someday was going to be in a very short two years. Right. And not only that, but the whirlwind of how it happened. Again, we can get into that later. But um, yeah. It was a week. <laughs> it was a it, week. We went from bawling our eyes out together in tears because we thought we were never going to be able to afford a home to signing paperwork on the home of our dreams at the time. Yeah. Not only not being able to afford a home, but to be stuck in where where we were. Correct. We thought we were getting out of a very unsafe neighborhood where you regularly were trying to play the, was that a firework or a gunshot game? Yeah. And, and that's just something we never, I mean, I never experienced growing up. So that was a huge shock. It was a hard sell to get you to stay there. <laughs> it really was. And I think I spent a lot of the those two and a half years trying to talk you into breaking the lease. Yeah, you did. I mean, but at that time, it was all we had and all we could do. And the safest place for us was right where God wanted us to be. He definitely had a plan. And I love our home that we've built. Um, And the kids love it so much. They call it the blue house because the exterior is blue. Um, And they continue to, you know, talk about how they never want to leave it. And... Yeah. yeah, Jace keeps telling us that he's going to grow up and live in the blue house. Yes. 
He's never leaving. Yeah. And we're not allowed to leave either. Correct. So he's going to have a very rude 18th birthday. (laughs) So, yeah. um, And now here we are doing a podcast. Yeah. And telling you about it. Yeah. So that's kind of like our history from when we met in the last 10 years leading up to here. Yeah. I think um, just kind of having a very rough background on who we are as people and what's important to us, obviously family, each other, and kind of doing this thing called life together, if that makes sense and isn't too cliche. Oh, it's super cliche. Well, there has to be one. (laughs) So uh, do you want to kind of let people know what sort of content we'll be sharing with them? Yeah, um, man, nothing is going to be off limits. I think we're going to try and talk about everything and anything um but basically just adulting and life parenting marriage relationships anything you can think of i mean again let me just reiterate that we are not masters at anything we're just living life like everybody else um but we've had a few experiences and um we've made some questionable decisions along the way um and yeah so we've got some things to talk about and there's some things that we just don't know and i'm hoping that we can get some guests on that would be really fun yeah we've met some fun interesting characters we really have yeah so it'd be fun to do that yeah and that's the plan i think um what we're really getting at is life just kind of happens and Married couples know this, that you don't plan for everything, but stuff happens and you need to make adjustments on the fly. So we were hoping that people could kind of relax a little bit and laugh at our mistakes during those adventures as we laugh at ourselves. Yeah, but I also think that we can share some things that are relatable. Um, Maybe you'll be listening to us and be like, yeah, I get that. Or You know, maybe you're listening to us and you're like, "Mm, I don't know about that. I can't believe you did that. So you should keep listening. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think it's just going to be fun. It's going to be an experiment and an adventure for sure. So where can people find us? Um, You can find us on Instagram at Life Unmastered Podcast. You can also send us an email at lifeunmasteredpodcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, which is, you guessed it, lifeunmasteredpodcast.com. And I just want to thank you guys all for listening. And please, if you feel inclined, you could leave us a review, five-star rating, because we would love that. I would definitely love that. I constantly need to be told how good of a job I am doing. This is true. Words of affirmation are 100% your love language. Do you know what is not my love language? Tell me. Touch. Yeah. And anybody want to take a wild swing at what my love language is? The most evil of them all. <laughs> Touch. So. <laughs> oh, opposites do attract. Indeed. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We had so much fun. And we are really looking forward to doing this with you guys again next week. See you then. Thank you.